All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. Hello, my name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're new to the show, I'm so glad that you're here. And if you've been here since the beginning, I'm really grateful that you're here too and have been sticking with me as we go through this series. And first of all, I just want to say, hope you didn't mind uh, not having a new episode yesterday on Sunday. I just needed a day to just kind of reset my life a little bit. You know, the seasons are changing, things in my life are changing. And so I just needed to take that time for other priorities. But I am back and ready to go. So, so grateful that you're here. We're talking about accounting. Um, actually, we're not talking about accounting. <laughs> I've recorded so many episodes on accounting. I'm just so used to saying that. <laughs> but that's actually not what we're talking about today. We are talking about valuation. We've been covering a couple different questions related to valuation. For example, how the IPO valuation for a company might work how financial institutions might be valued differently than other types of companies. And today we're talking about kind of a more presentation-based question when we're presenting valuation information. And the question is this, when we're calendarizing partial financials, how do we do that in order to show the trailing 12 months? How do we calendarize partial financials to show the trailing 12 months of data? And this is just one thing that we haven't really talked about on the show yet, which is how financials might be presented to clients when we're working with them. Now, if it's the end of the fiscal year for a company when we're repairing data, this task might be relatively simple. We just have the data for the last 12 months and then we're ready to go. We just present what we've got. But how often is that actually going to be the case, right? I mean, you're gonna be working with clients day in, day out, all year round. So how do we present this data in a way that we can actually get the last 12 months? Let's say that it's the end of Q3, quarter, third quarter of the year, and we wanna show the last 12 months of data. Well, we have to quote unquote calendarize it, which sounds fancier than it actually is. <laughs> uh, but first, a quick terminology check because there are some terms here that I haven't defined here on the show. And maybe you already know this, but. I'm sure there's a listener out there who probably doesn't. So this is what these things mean. TTM is short for trailing 12 months. So these are the last 12 months of data from today going backward in time. And then NTM equals next 12 months or the forecasted data from now into the future. And you're going to see these two acronyms a lot in financial data. TTM as well as NTM. So those are just some things that you need to know when you're looking at financial statements, when you're looking at presentations that are derived from financial statements, which you will be creating as an investment banker. These are some things that you're going to want to know. And here's the actual formula for calendarizing the financial data, no matter what part of the year you're in. So you're trailing 12 months of data. Your TTM is equal to your most recent fiscal year plus the new partial period minus the old partial period. So I'll repeat that. Your trailing 12 months of data is equal to your most recent fiscal year plus 
the new partial period minus the old partial period. And so in this example I just gave of, let's say it's the end of Q3 in the current year and you want to calendarize the trailing 12 months of data, you would say, okay, so I'm recording this right now in 2023. So the last full fiscal year would be all of 2022's data. So I would start with that full fiscal year. Then I would add in the amount of data from Q1, Q2, and Q3 of 2023. And then I would subtract the old fiscal data of Q1, Q2, and Q3 of 2022. And so what does that leave me with? Essentially, if you're visualizing this in your head, that's leaving you with a net of just Q4 of 2022 plus the first three quarters of 2023, which now we have four quarters of data, but it's the most recent four quarters of data. And so that gives me my trailing 12 months. All we're doing is taking the last full year of data, adding what's new and subtracting what's old. That's all there is to it. And presenting data in this way it's what allows us to show a moving picture of the last 12 months of a company's finances. And the way that you can do this, particularly if you're looking at a publicly traded company, is you can look at filings from the Securities and Exchange Commission or the SEC, specifically the quarterly reports. And if you're not familiar with what these are called, these are known as the 10 Qs, the 10 Qs. So every public company that's listed has to file these quarterly reports and you're gonna find these quarterly numbers. So if you're doing things on a quarterly basis, looking at the trailing 12 months, this is how you can actually find that information and come up with your TTM. All right, that's what I got for you today. Here on Investment Banking Insights, I hope you're off to an amazing week, an amazing day, and I'm just so thrilled for you on this journey. I'm excited to record many more episodes for you. But until next time, take care, and I'll see you next time on Investment Banking Insights.